All right, what's up, y'all? This is Will at Schedule Fly, and we have Mihal Miley on the phone. Uh, Mihal has been on here before, uh, a couple years ago, and he's out in California. He's actually the first person we've gotten to speak to out in California for this podcast series, and uh, he's in San Carlos right now. He has three restaurants, and he's in one of them right now, one of the ones that's, um, that he's closed for the time being. But, Mihal, thank you for taking the time to do this, and uh, just appreciate the opportunity to catch up, my friend. Thanks, Will. Um, of the 40 million people in California that you chose me makes me pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty happy. Yeah, man. Um, but, yeah, it's um, it's good. And as I said, I wanted to thank um, you for, for doing this series. I think it's quite quite uh, cathartic and uh, it's, good, it's good to hear from other restaurant owners who are independents like us and in the same situation and trying to navigate this incredible pandemic and what it's doing to not only our business but the lives of our employees and our own lives so it's um it's a great series and i think uh, everybody can benefit from just talking and listening to each other and finding out what's the best way to try and get through this mess well you know things are changing quickly there's a lot of noise it's hard to keep up with everything it's good to have you know i really enjoy thank you for saying that i mean we're we're very grateful at schedule fly to have the opportunity to do this and i'm learning so much from y'all um and i i you know i feel like i'm learning something new every day and of course part of that's because things are changing every day but uh well let's start with um you've got you know you started coming into this you had three restaurants so um and i i don't really know you know it seems to be different state to state even city to city but what's happening I know California has been very uh, ahead of the curve and aggressive with having people stay at home and so forth. So are any of your restaurants doing takeout right now? Or what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, we have three restaurants here on the peninsula, just south of San Francisco in uh, Silicon Valley. Um, so we have two restaurants that are open at the moment uh, for takeout business. Um, Jack's Prime in San Mateo and Maverick Jack's in Burlingame. Uh, they're longer established than the restaurant I'm currently in uh, here, Maverick Jack's in San Carlos. So we had a bigger customer base and we felt that. It was uh, it was more prudent to um, just temporarily shutter this building and um, focus on the other two and get them into survival mode and, and ensure that we're able to, no matter what, make it through the, this this uh, situation with two very healthy businesses and, and almost putting the other one in hibernation and figuring out how we're going to deal with that with both the landlord, with access to federal money, uh, the employment situation, and, and and when people are able to get back to work. We're in a super, um, super dense area for technology businesses. So the vast majority of those folks are actually still working, but they're working remotely. Yeah. And the, the net effect on business, we don't even know how that's going to go really because I, I have a lot of friends who are in the tech industry and they're like, we don't really need to go back to the office nearly as much as we used to. So again, there's red lights kind of flashing about that part of it. Um, never mind the immediate situation we're in. So lots, lots of present danger and lots of future, uh, future high waves. I think to navigate. Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, um, the folks that are working at home and able to work at home and at least do their tasks and and things that 
or require are fine and they can do it at home. However, um, I think those folks are going to wind up back for a couple of reasons. Number one is, you know, we, we are a, um, I mean, we, we just, we, we like being around people. It's why people go to restaurants, right? You know, we, we like being around other people. We like socializing. It's an important part of the office dynamic that, you know, is kind of hard to measure, but, um, that one-on-one interaction spreads, you know, a lot of ideas happen because of that. And there's just so many sort of immeasurable benefits that come from that. In addition to the fact that I think plenty of us are at home where, you know, we're, I'm one, I mean, I'm certainly enjoying this time with my family very much. Uh, and I actually kind of work out of the house anyway, but I work in a lot of coffee shops and kind of spread around and, you know, I'll be back doing that too because you, you, you know, you you want to not always be at home all the time, um, and it it it's you know, I, I, there are some silver linings with this right now, but I think a lot of those folks are gonna wind up back. Uh, they they may not think they will, but I, you know, when all the dust settles and maybe we you know we get a vaccine and or we get you know some sort of antibody test that we can easily administer, I think people are gonna be going back to those offices, man. I hope I'm right, but I, I really think that. Yeah, and I I think a you've got to be optimistic. We are social creatures. Um, we do love to to be in environments where there are other there are other people. Obviously, that's why we're in the and the people listen to this business. We're in the restaurant business because we love people. We love uh, making people happy and bringing folks together. Um, and I think I think you're right um, in, in general. But just that. Um, that period of coming back something to work is is going to not be uh it's not going to be as um immediate as i suppose we would like it to be in our Agreed. business part, part of what we've got out here in california um in the bay area the seven counties that uh, that surround san francisco on the i think it was the 17th of march or the 18th of march decided to shelter in place that effectively put the kibosh on anybody dining out non-essentials uh, being out etc and that meant that we were able to still continue to take out business and to go business but immediately folks were uh, really sort of sheltering in place and, and doing uh, doing as asked um, that's we've been we've been surprised that business has actually kind of grown on a week on week um, because I think people love that regularity of friday night getting food from somewhere else or uh you know the the weekends being something not cooked at home Uh, but and we've seen a huge outpouring of love from our customers and we've been able to give back by donating food to the local hospitals and the the frontline staff at, at, at at the hospitals and healthcare facilities so i think there's been a huge positive bump from this um and i'm i'm super super happy to be in the business i just would really really like to have some clarity coming from uh, from the government to kind of send out a clear message and set expectations so that we're not continually looking at false dawns and false oh yeah it's coming it's coming well you know 15 <laughs> yeah that's a that's for sure i mean that's where things keep changing so much so um one of the things that we've been talking a lot particularly in the last week about with owners on this podcast and ones, you know, that I've just kind of followed up with uh, separately is this, the PPP. And, you know, what I'm hearing, and I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on this, but I'm hearing two main things that seem to resonate consistent, 
consistently, which are number one, if you if you get the PPP or if you did um, and you got a POP number and you either have your money coming or or you already got it, now you've got eight weeks to use it. Meanwhile, you can't open, so that doesn't really help a ton. I mean, it's it's a nice thought, but for an independent restaurant, that's tough. And then the second part of that is eight weeks really isn't enough. Um, and so what I'm hearing is, you know, let's let's get that revised to get it to where people can wait and start the clock once they reopen and have the period be longer than, than two months because it's going to be a gradual. It's not going to be that you just open your doors and everybody starts flooding in again. There's all this, you know, there's all this social scarring we have right now with, you know, safe distance. We don't even know what safe really is. And people, you know, there's just so many factors that nobody has any clue about. So it's very limiting uh, from what I'm hearing for independent restaurants. I'd love to get your thoughts. Yeah. So, I suppose there are two things. Initially, when when, when uh, this was coming out, and we were getting advice from our lawyer and, and and CPA, and on the face of it, it made sense for us almost to apply for an idle loan, which would be the economic injury disaster loan from the SBA directly. Which part of that was the ten thousand advance, right? Because you were you would have been able to use that money. Um, on, on any operating Anything. expense, yeah. you know, it was it was much more uh, conducive to actually running your business. Whereas the PPP um, is very much geared to keeping people on payroll. But as everybody listening listens to this knows, the horse is left stable. You yeah. know, yep. we've, we've got, well, most of our staff are, are, are now either on unemployment or they're at home. Um, and we're trying to get access to that money and then rehire, but you're, gonna, you're not going to rehire for people sitting at home. You have to be able to open. So it only makes sense that 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 loan and that clock should start ticking as soon as your governor lifts the, the shelter-in-place uh, edict. Because as we know, that's the only word that matters to each of us in our, in our respective states. Um, I think that's going to be something that is not unreasonable, but is very much tied to an eight-week period where you can actually use the money. You can get things going again. Because yeah. it's all about hibernation and restarting. Yeah. And if they're saying, here's money, clock's ticking, by the way, six weeks from now, you're still not back open, and you're sitting on the money, you're like, what am I going to do? Just hand this back to you right now? I haven't been able to use it. And and, and tying it to 75% payroll and 25% uh, other expenses, uh, fixed be the utilities or rent, you know, to a lot of us, that's we're going to burn through that 25% in like, 20 minutes yeah so, yeah exactly you got a, think, you got a lot of money to order food alone right i mean start opening uh, back up you got to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars per location just to order food big time and you know all those a lot of those guys who have been our creditors um they have been experiencing dramatic cash flow problems just like ourselves so going back to them and asking for terms uh when there are bills outstanding is going to be kind of a little a little bit of a challenge i think we're all going to face um another thing that we're we're we're, we're facing like i was i was in uh, all three restaurant yesterday with a measuring tip and okay we're looking at six feet distancing and effectively we are taking our capacity in all three restaurants down to 50 percent hmm so the economics of our business do not work on a 50% revenue model, right? 
how are we how are we going to uh, be able to operate effectively and how are we going to have full service in restaurants where the server has to take an order at the table possibly has to wear a mask there these are all very restaurant specific uh, questions but i don't think there are any answers even thought out yet no and the model doesn't work and i, I you know the it's interesting this uh, my wife and i were talking about this earlier the six feet thing I, that's just this thing that we are all saying now, but that's so arbitrary. And no, it, there's just no, nobody knows really. I mean, it's just, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it has to be 50 feet. I mean, who knows? Gosh, it's uh, trying to, I, I can't imagine being a business owner and trying to figure out, okay, now how do I, come on. I mean, really is. <laughs> well, what happens, what happens in the situation where we're talking about, you know, Google and Apple coming together to, uh, to help with the, uh, with the tracking um the, the, you know the tracking software but what happens when you're walking past somebody and next thing your phone's going off and it's beeping saying that person had covid that's a contact trace and all of a sudden people are looking at each other as social pariahs in, a, in a, an environment that we are doing our best to make as socially as, as hospitable as possible oh, it's like god it's, i didn't even it's think about that in some ways right that's that's crazy well <laughs> golly I, I hadn't thought about that um that's going to be very it's, it's going to be tough i hope they come up with an anti you know an antibody test soon so that we figure out okay well maybe a whole lot more people have had this than we even know um but or at least you know you something you could administer to when you know some easy quick test you could administer when employees come to work or i, I, I don't know but uh god it's um hard to get your head around this stuff i'm i'm just kind of perplexed and i you know as i've been talking to some folks about it boy you really don't have any choice but to take things one day at a time now right like no matter whether you did that in the past or were thought of that in the past but didn't really you know it sounded good but you didn't do it you you, you have no choice right now you have to take yeah. this day at a time like i think um one of the one of the big things that has been coming out from webinars and from listening to your podcast that you're speaking of that gentleman in Ashland, uh, North Carolina, the gentleman. Uh, oh, Marijuana, yeah. Marijuana, like super interesting guy. Clearly, clearly got his head screwed on. Um, and it is a great, it is a time to plan and to, to kind of really be modeling out what you hope is going to happen and doing your best to try and make that work within the framework of our business. Yeah. Um, but as you know, it's like you come in with a plan at 8 a.m., by 10 o'clock, you've changed your plan. By 1 p.m., you've changed that plan again because everything keeps moving. And um, I, I think there, there is uh, there's a huge opportunity here for everybody to really try and dial things back to, to what are the core elements and how we're going to make it work. Um, but I think there has to be a realization but that a lot of these plans could go up in smoke basically because it's not in your control so i think yeah we have to stay super positive and try and uh, try and talk to our staff and be as flexible as possible and keep our as you uh, keep our, our line lines open to our staff that are out there and they're like waiting with bated breath to come back because you know most people want to work that's the long and the short of it and if you can if we can kind of get that uh if we can get that keep that communication line open and as soon as we get a chance to bring people back in we do that then i think that's going to uh i think that's going to be a big factor you know 
Mijo, you're you're nailing it, my friend. I, I you know, um, I'm not in your shoes. Uh, I've talked to a lot of folks in your shoes. I, I I hope that if I were, I would stay as positive and optimistic as possible, and as nimble and agile as possible. And yeah, you know, write your plan in pencil, not pen, because you may need to pull out the eraser. You know, and I. But you're right. Marijuana is a Boy, I have a lot of uh, affection for him. He's a great guy. He's a friend. He's smart. And yes, you know that's exactly right. You, you got to take this time and leverage it the best way, and that is to to make you know some tough assumptions um, and, and be ready for those. And um, it, it's well, you know, to your point, as Mike Tyson said, you know, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, and it's almost like you're getting punched in the mouth daily now. Um, but <laughs> You know, I watched just as, as a side note. I watched uh, the first round of Hagler v. Hearns. It was thirty year anniversary yesterday. Oh, you have never seen thirty three minutes of absolute smashing in the mouth. <laughs> <Like it. laughs> That's right. I mean, things. So, if anyone's listening, if they want to think as think about somebody getting a punch in the face, like we are right now, just watch the, the, those three minutes, and it might just give you a bit of a smile and a bit of perspective. So Hagler Hearns. Uh, oh, 30 years what? ago. Yep. Can you believe that? 30 years. <laughs> no, I can't. That's hard to believe, my friend. I know. You and I were around then. We, <laughs> golly. Um, uh, well, I hope that, um, well, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing I, I got it's really interesting. Wes built this, uh, page today. I'll send you the link just yep. if you ever get bored, but it, it's a map. It's an active map showing logins to schedule fly on the mobile site. Uh, so it's like a live map of the, of the U.S. It's amazing. I mean, like the number of logins is just, it's just, I mean, it's just baffling. It's just they're all over the place constantly. Boom, 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 boom. Somebody's logging in. It kind of shows a map. It shows where they are, what city they're in. And they just keep popping up all over the place. But uh, to your point, um, you know, we've really seen that people are, I mean, particularly the communication tools in the schedule fly, like the message wall and stuff has been just leveraged more than ever yeah. right now because people really and we we're, we're thankful for that we want people you know goodness gracious people need to have some connection right now to to their place of work and if you worked in a restaurant you you know your place is closed or maybe just doing takeout you you have you know been furloughed um and you have no clue what's happening and you're hearing all this stuff and you, you want to know what's happening you want to know what's happening with your teammates so we're real thankful for that i will say that yeah, and I, I think um, so many of our people have been on the end of phone lines uh, that are ringing off or call back later, and when they they call us or they communicate through Schedule Fly um, and getting an instant response or getting an update, I think that does people the world of good. They they, they know that people are there and um, and they're they're there for them and. You know, I think that's something that we should should keep keep the communication up with our employees because they know that we're, we, we've been put in this position. It's completely out of our hands, and there was nothing personal in in letting people go or getting them onto furlough or getting them to be in a position where they could get some federal aid to, or to, or state aid uh, through unemployment. But um, you know, I think that keeping the communication and, and remembering that without them, 
we will struggle to reopen effectively. We have got to kick ass when we open back up yep. on every level. Yep, that's and right. That, that's going to be, we're only going to keep our good people and get the best people by having really good, effective communication. So let's let's really be ready for that. And, and when we open, however we open, let's do it really professionally and really welcome, with a great welcome, and let's do it great. Well, I, you nailed it, my friend. I, I mean, people just for mental health reasons, just keep them updated with anything, you know, any news, any thoughts, um, whatever you can to just keep people because this social isolation is uh, it's very challenging for mental health. And mm-hmm. we want to encourage uh, our teams to, you know, try to eat healthy it's easy to i mean i've done this i i'm drinking more and i'm eating more ice cream and i (laughs) like you know it's easy to kind of fall into that trap and eat junk food and stuff like that but try to eat good food try to take care of yourself get sun get exercise goodness gracious if you live where you do in, in in silicon valley at least you've typically got some great weather so get outside and take care of yourself because the physical certainly affects the mental and the mental is uh so key right now that we, we keep ourselves positive, we keep ourselves upbeat, we keep ourselves optimistic, and like you said, we just keep communicating, and, and that's that's a big help for folks, so I hope yeah, people are doing at, that. And at the end of the day, because, because we're independent owners, um, we're the we're the we're the example that people follow in in our in their professional life in their business life so what we are putting out there and how we are acting um really sets a tone for how we want the business to continue and, and when, when that day comes so i think it's it's um it's important that we're all i i don't like that term that we're all um we're all folks who kind of set examples, but really and truthfully, like we are in, in terms of what we do with our businesses. So being out there in, in the community, giving back and saying, I'm, I'm trying my best here. Don't forget whenever we reopen that we're here for you. You, you know, it's, it's, it's all reciprocal. That's the name of the game. So you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, but be the one that's kind of initiating that. And I think it'll come back to you in spades. Love it, man. Love it. I really, I totally agree, Mihal. Um, man, I enjoy talking to you. I really appreciate the time. I, I, you know, this is the second episode we've done. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed both of them. You're an optimistic guy, a positive guy. You have a, a great outlook, and um, you're a you're a good dude, man. I, you know, you're doing a lot of good stuff out there, and I just we we appreciate that. I mean, I, I got to tell you, it's been very healthy for me. You, you mentioned it's cathartic to listen. I got to tell you how how I've just really been thankful that I get to sit here and talk to so many people that, you know, through a, an extraordinarily trying and unprecedented time have maintained a very significant level of optimism, of creativity, of thoughtfulness, of intention. And, um, you know, I'm just, I love it, man. So I appreciate the time very much. Thank you very much, Will. Um, I hope that everybody out there is, uh, looking after their mental health, looking after their, their physical health and, um, and preparing for, uh, for what comes and let's, we'll, we'll, we'll all work together and coordinate and, and do our best to, to be independent guys who are, who are really pulling the same direction and, and hopefully we'll get through this. Thanks me all man. Have a good one. Tell everybody hello for us. And if you need anything, you know where I'm at, my friend. Good on you, man. Take it easy. See bye you. Now. All right. Bye. <laughs>